The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Promoting positivity and inclusivity, you're listening to UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to create a life that's intentional and dynamic? Welcome to The Intentional Spirit with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in and to The Intentional Spirit. We're delighted that you're here. We're grateful that you're present, and we want to thank you for your for your energy. It's been a pleasure to do the show um, I think, Jackie, we're going on 12 years now. Yeah, so yeah that's what your assistant been, told um, me. Incredible um, to be part of this show for so long because I have, for me, I mean, it, it's wonderful, the communication, the connection that we have with our so many uh, authors and teachers and healers and experts, but it, it really has become the source of where I've found all my really good friends. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice. You are, you are one of them, but we have been friends for many lifetimes, so here we are. But everyone, mm-hmm. it's just my pleasure to introduce to you a um, award-winning author, speaker, teacher, trainer, and just a great role model. I admire her so much, Jackie well, thank you, love. Thank you, love. It's just so great to be here. It's just such an honor to get to hang with you again and to do this now, you know, publicly. It's so great. I always enjoy our coffee chats and our get togethers and our prayer times and just so good to be in your space. I really honor what you provide in the world, the vibration that you put out into the planet, mm-hmm. I think is, is so needed right now. Um, you know, you've been a spiritual leader for a long time and so many people have been touched and changed by you. In fact, when I posted on Facebook that I was going to be on your show and I got some messages from people, from your fans, um, oh. people who followed you and listened to you and just, yeah, I just, I really appreciate the vibration of who you are and what you stand for and that that's out in the world today. Well, thank you. And and not that I'm, you know, that I need to just send that back to you or that I'm not going to sit in that accolade and say, say thank you. I mean, I was thinking the other day, I'm, I'm in the place now of all the teachers that were before me that where they were, that, yeah. you know, someone actually quotes you, which means that you've been at whatever you're doing, right? For a very long time. I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. That's actually on my vision. That's on my vision for right? the next five years temple is that I'm, I'm frequently quoted by by experts and spiritual teachers. So uh, I, I hear you. And I, you know, you are one of the people that I quote for sure. But that's part of my vision, because then, you know, you know, your your message is being heard. Absolutely. And back at you. You know, you're definitely I, I'm a I'm a fan of yours. Well, when you talk about the early um, part of your life, and one of the things that people really enjoy about this show is that, you know, often with celebrityitis or accomplished authors or teachers or whatever, um, or people that are famous to the twelve people, you know, that they serve <laughs> in their family, right? Um, there's often we see the good, we see the accomplished person, we see the other side of it. You know, I mean, who would have known that, um, let's say Tina Turner found her first set of shoes at a dumpster, 
because mm. when we would think about Tina Turner, if we can barely keep ourselves gripped to not go into dancing and not do private right. dancer, you know, right. we think of Tina Turner and all of that. But yet there's a whole story behind her. And I think that that's so important because it's in alignment with what I teach. It's in alignment with what you teach that incidents that happen in your life, the unexpected, the painful, the problems, the challenge of being a human being is not meant to knock us down. It's to draw us out. Yeah. And we live in a society that is constantly bombarding us with that information. Oh, you've had two divorces here's the pills, you know, this is just, you know, just try to get by, try not to make too much noise, be afraid to fall in love again. And poor little you, we live in a society that prefers us to be victims. Yeah. And in huge credit debt and all of those things, because that's the following the trail of the money. Whereas you being a trailblazer, me being a trailblazer, we stand up high and go, wait a minute. No, that's really not according to ancient times what we're doing here. Yeah. We want you to have a tribal energy of cleansing and for you to take your ups and downs and your bruises and things and use them to catapult yourself and others along the path. So you are one of those trailblazers for so many people. And tell us a little bit about your, your story and why all this matters to you. Mm, wow, what a great, great question. And, you know, Temple, I have to say, I'm honored to be able to share that with people, because I agree with you, you know, a lot of times people see me up on stage or leading a program or being interviewed on a podcast radio show. And, um, you know, people come up to me afterwards and like, oh, you know, Jackie, you're just like, you're just so amazing. And you make this look so easy. And sometimes people even say, you're so smart. I'm like, oh, gosh, you obviously haven't followed me around very much. <laughs> <laughs> I may be articulate, but articulate and smart are two very different things. Right. Anyway, um, and I do like to share with people that it, you know, it was not always this way. And if I can survive the things that I've survived and learn to thrive in my life, then anyone can. So let me just say a little bit more about that. I do, I do sometimes just in a uh, synopsis say that, you know, I basically I've survived everything there is to survive. <laughs> Like, mm -hmm. like I, I can't imagine too many on that, like high stress indicator list that I have not uh, lived through some of them twice. So, um, you know, I'll just start early. You know, I, I grew up in a very rural area uh, where everybody knows everybody, which was just delightful. But um, my my mom was actually widowed when I was two years old and left with three kids in a high school education. Um, not only that, but my dad and his brother and his father all died in car accidents within nine months of each other. Oh, wow. Right. Oh Imagine my that. Gosh. So my grandmother, Where? my grandma Woodside lost her husband and two of her three sons buried them in nine months, all in separate car accidents. Oh my gosh. So my family in a small town, right. In a very rural area. So I remember when I was in my early 30s, I was doing an internship or uh, at a uh, school for the deaf social work internship, maybe late 20s. And, um, <clears throat> and I was doing met somebody in the break room, you know, and another teacher or counselor at the school, and we were doing the get to know you thing. And she said, Where are you from? And I said, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm from, uh, I'm from way upstate New York. I'm from, and I said, I'm from upstate New York. And she said, oh, I'm from upstate New York. I was like, no, 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 I'm from the North country because we're, you know, people think upstate New York is the Catskills, right? 
I literally grew up a mile from Canada. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm from upstate New York. And she kind of knew because that's like a thing in upstate. Like, no, I'm really from upstate New York. And she's like, where are you from? Well, it turns out she's from the same town my dad was from in. From. Oh my gosh. And, you know, just a few miles from where I'd grown up. And, and um, she's like, no way, you know, and, you know, what's your last name? And I said, oh, you know, Woodside, I'm Jackie Woodside. And her face just dropped and she kind of like took a breath and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And I was so taken with that. And I said, oh, well, you know, that was a long, I knew exactly what she meant. I was like, oh, that, well, you know, that was a long time ago. (laughs) I'm 20, you know, that was 25 years ago or whatever. And she said, I was friends with your dad. I knew your dad, Jack, and I knew your. Oh gosh, my word. She said, I remember that time like it was yesterday. So anyway, that just gives you, it points a picture of the degree to which that series of incidents was kind of painting the legacy uh, in my family of, of just tragedy and, and difficulty. So, you know, my mom did the best she could, you know, going through all of that and, you know, not the most sophisticated, educated person. So she, she did what she could, but uh, both, both my parents kind of, you know, drank too much and uh, my mom had a really violent temper. So there was all that to kind of get through. So in my young adult life, I, I created a lot of chaos and, and drama and craziness around me. Uh, I was an addict. Uh, I, I was surviving, I survived domestic violence relationships early on. I, uh, I, I had an accident at work one day when I was in this domestic violence situation where I, uh, I just fell downstairs at work. Like literally I had fallen downstairs at work, but when I went to the doctors to get the no, they, I couldn't work for a few days. Um, he pulled me into his office and said, Jackie, I've got a daughter your age. And if I saw someone doing to her, what I know someone is doing to you. I would want someone to intervene. Wow. And it was a real wake up call for me um, that I was actually in a battering relationship. So I got myself out of that um, and, you know, went on for years of psychotherapy and 12 step programs and empowerment programs. And I have to say the turning point for me really was finding unity Mm -hmm. and, and the unity principles of bringing me back to the truth of who I am, that I'm not my addiction. I'm not the abuse. I'm not the the violence. I'm not the drama and the chaos. I am the light of God expressing. And it is my spiritual responsibility and spiritual duty to find out what that means and then live that to the fullest of fullness of my capacity for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And so I will say from all of that drama and craziness, oh, and psychiatric conditions, you know, I was diagnosed with at least a half dozen different conditions. I was medicated for a bunch of different conditions. And I will say today I'm on no medications. I am the least stressed, most productive, happily married person that I know. Um, so <laughs> no matter all of that craziness and drama and chaos and, you know, and even the domestic violence situations, you know, I, they were with wonderful people who, you know, had some mental health issues. And I wasn't the victim of any of it. I I was, you know, I was a crazy ass. And, uh, you know, so I've gone from kind of uh, crazy and stressed to happily blessed is what I like to say. It was a beautiful thing. And then it has crafted a path before you where you can have immense compassion, where you can sit with someone in pain. I, I had an experience yesterday. I was working with someone and we were doing some shamanic work 
And um, we were doing the art of recapitulation. And that is where you actually cut away the, the energetic cords. Not so a particular person will disappear out of your life. Like, get along. <laughs> go, go, go. It's not that. It's so you won't disappear in your life. Yeah. When you're with those people that trigger points with you, a tone, a smell, a voice. And, you know, we, we all have them. And anyway, we were walking through it. We were having this experience. And so at the last minute, she decides to bring this one more person up. And, um, oh, my gosh, she was wailing. You know, just it caught her so off guard. And she's just crying like a, like a river almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a uh, small river, <laughs> little tiny Florida river, but a river. I mean, just totally caught off guard, you know. And I'm saying, go further in it. Go further in it. Go further in it. Don't talk. Go further in it. And you know, and part of that process was so surreal for me because on down the road in our conversation, I was able to say, I'm glad this happened with me because see, I'm comfortable with pain Mm. and you could continue to release and dig deeper and release because I said so many therapists in our society today they get into the work for the right reasons. They have not deepened the awareness of what is right within them mm. and why they are a specialist. So it's more than like you're saying, yes, all this happened and here I am over here. But what you remember is your value of being able to, you know, not rush and give someone a Kleenex and interrupt their whole process or go, our time's almost up or shut the great, you know, shut down. And um, that was such a precious tender moment for me Mm -hmm. because of knowing, not that it needed to become about me, but that I was chosen to be part of this experience with her of someone that we can sit here for another hour if you want. You can just cry all you want because I'm comfortable with Mm. that. That not that what the Hopi elder saying is? One of those sayings is is that I don't really want to know what kind of car you drive or something, and I'm paraphrasing. What I really want to know is that you're comfortable sitting with your pain. Yeah. And and that's what I, that's why I feel uh, as a, as a colleague, cause this is somewhat selfish for me today because I adore you so much mm-hmm. and I, you're, that's why I love our monthly calls and our, our connection because it's, it's real. We don't try to coach each other and to and remind each other of what we already know. Cause we're already doing that ourselves, but we can just sit in space anyway. Um, I, I totally, I totally get you. And there was so much of your story. I could go, mm-hmm, yeah, check, check, right. check, right. check. Yeah, check. And, uh, and by the way, you are one of the most happily married people I know. <laughs> I, am I am indeed. Yeah, you know, I like to say that it, it, life isn't about what's happening to you. It's about what's happening inside of you. Mm-hmm. And, and I've come to the absolute knowing that life is not happening to me. It is happening for me. Right. Uh, every moment, even when it's painful, even when it's difficult, these last couple of years, as you know, Temple, I've gone through quite a journey with my teenage son. 
Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, nowhere on my vision board of parenting was there needing to call 911 or sit with my son in the emergency room or, or right. you know, end up in specialized treatment programs. Like nowhere was that on my vision for the kind of parenting experience I thought I was going to have with teenagers. But but here we were, you know, in this expression. And I, I love uh, the Reverend Shipley Allenson, founding minister of Unity on the River. She's retired now. She she always has, has said to me and, and to her congregation, uh, this too is mine. This too is good. Uh, this too is from God. And mm -hmm. I demand to know the blessing. And so, <laughs> I, you know, I, I would just that. borrow. Yeah, I would just borrow that from from Shipley. This too is good. This too is from God. And I demand to know the blessing of it. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, it was a, a long couple of years of, of of a lot of tragedy and, and difficulty and pain for my spouse and I and my, and my son, what we went through, but we you know, we were guided. We found a beautiful, perfect program for him to be in and perfect healers for him to, to work with. And for us as a family to work with, and we're just on such an incredible healing journey. He's doing great. He's going to school, has tons of friends and getting A's and B's. And, and we've gotten, you know, back to that mm -hmm. place of uh, living the vision and I, I really believe that if I would have gone into, if you will, that victim consciousness during those ugly years, or I hate to call them ugly years, but look, it was, it was not pretty. If I would have gone into victim consciousness during that time, I really believe that that vibration, that energy would have protracted the whole experience of, you know, blaming him or blaming God or being angry. And, you know, as best I could not to say I didn't have my moments, but I would just in prayer and prayers every moment stay in accepting this is what is regardless of my opinion about it, regardless of how difficult it is, I'm living with what's so here and just embracing the experience. And I, I really believe that that helped to guide us and lead us to just such a wonderful healing process for all of us and just elevated me to the next level of consciousness. Absolutely. Because you created a template that would be according to your own vibration of visioning. Yeah. Not yeah. so, um, not easy for people to understand, um, people in ministry, people in leadership roles, people in parenting, which is one of the most defined leadership roles you can have is the necessity to be a lighthouse, not join the rocky boat. And that, you know, that is, um, you know, because that's the beauty of the, the lighthouse. It's immovable. It's consistent. It, it keeps beaming into the distance of the dark. Um, that helps eventually that rocky boat to find its way. It's not the way. It doesn't tell it the way, but it allows the movement of shining forward for the way to be found. And, you know, I applaud you for that because you're right. I mean, that's what happens. Um, I mean, that's what my parents did. I'm sure that's what your mom did is there would be Rocky and they would become Rocky. Oh, so yeah. everybody's Rocky together. We're all drowning in this drama together yeah. versus somebody saying, I don't know what your answers are, but I got this. I'm going to hold the light for you. I'm going to be the lighthouse. And it does. It um, it makes a tremendous amount of um, difference. And I, I know you do that for a lot of people. And I, I know that you also do that in helping people uh, be friends with not only life, not only your experiences, but also to be successful and to have money. What a concept. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Right. So one of the things what I forgot concept. to yeah, one of the things I forgot to add to the the checklist of yes, I've survived that was being homeless. And um, 
you know, mm-hmm. again, my, I, I believe the unity teachings and, and my, you know, the teachings that I've extrapolated and teach in my money vibe program are what led me from, you know, homeless to seven figures. And I say that with absolute uh, humility, that if it, if it weren't for the unity principles, I mean, I was literally homeless between kind of one bad relationship to another getting out of the domestic violence situation, I didn't have any place to go. And, um, and was, you know, couch surfing and went home for a week to stay with my parents and, uh, you know, just did everything I could to get through that and, and just literally had no money. So um, I am really fortunate and blessed that I, that I've come to the, the understanding that everything is energy and vibration your thoughts about something, create the thing, your emotions, your you know, beliefs, your emotions, your thoughts are the creative principle. They're the, they're the substance that get, that creates things. And we don't understand that because we're so engaged in the physical world, but we have to understand that so much of life is the non-physical, the unseen world that is energy and vibration. I love the quote from Nikola Tesla. If you want to understand the secrets of the universe think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so cool because he was an electrical engineer, you know, and he didn't say, if you want to understand the secrets of, of electrical engineering, think in right, terms of right. energy, frequency, and vibration. He said, if you want to understand the secrets of the universe. And to me, that is the fabric of creation. The substance behind all creation starts with ideas. What are ideas, but thoughts, you take that idea. I love this unity principle. You connect with the mind of God, mind. So you start with mind and you get the divine idea. It's where everything begins is in thought and idea. And then as you move forward with your life, designing your life to fulfill your divine ideas, you move into expression, that highest self-expression, which is not about whining and complaining that life is not going the way I want it to go. It's about catching those divine ideas and having the, the courage and the confidence to start designing your life to fulfill them. That's all I've done. You know, I was a full-time therapist and, uh, and in private practice for many, many years. And I had this itch, this calling to have a bigger torch, to lead the way for more people than just hour by hour. And that's what led me down this path of being a, an author and speaker and, and spiritual teacher and leading seminars and programs. I just, I love, love, love what I do. And uh, it, it's really has been a blessing financially for me as well to go from homeless to seven figures through the understanding of energy and vibration. Absolutely. It's, and it's also beautiful to watch and I'm, I'm grateful that you influence others. And, um, we have a window before we go to break. So you were recently out of the country and, uh, that was a, a, a tremendous experience. Tell Tell our listening uh, viewers about that. I will. It was just such a blessing. I was invited to be uh, one of the keynote speakers at a uh, meditation and mindfulness retreat in the Seychelles Islands in the Indian Ocean off the coast of East Africa for 100 Iranian CEOs and entrepreneurs and business owners um, who uh, were coming together to do a, a wellness retreat. And so I got to teach my consciousness work and uh, my, my work around designing your life based on who you came here to be and based on your consciousness principles. And, um, and so how did I get such an extraordinary gig? It was, you know, again, this is how I say everything is energy and vibration. A friend of mine, a colleague of mine, who himself is an international speaker, very well-known and well-respected, saw a post on Facebook asking for people for recommendations of who a good mindfulness and meditation 
teacher would be. And even though he wanted to go to the Seychelles Islands, often this paradise island tropical paradise, he put my name in the in the suggestions in the comments on Facebook. And uh, and because the person looking from the Iranian Impactors Club knew my friend and respected him, he immediately contacted me and I was invited to do that gig. And I say, hey, how do I get these gigs? And I just say, it's all God. I didn't mm-hmm. do anything to get that gig. My friend, yeah. you know, of course I have a reputation and I've been around and I've, I've been teaching this stuff for a long time. So yes, I've stepped up and done the work. And so I, you know, I say to people, you can't just sit home and think good thoughts. You have to think right, good right. thoughts, have, right. have high vibration and do the work. Um, yeah, so, you know, my friend's recommendation and my reputation, I got to go off for a week leading a beautiful, and, and now I just feel like I have a whole family in Iran. I have a, a bunch of new clients from the retreat, but also so many contacts and friends. I'm writing a book with one of the participants. I'm on an Instagram live tomorrow with another one of them. Just extraordinary, extraordinary uh, set of relationships and network that I developed. One of the trainers who and I have become really close friends and are keeping in touch. He's a British guy. So ugh, it's just, you know, God is good all the time. That's all I can say. You know, when you keep your vibration in that realm of, of transformation and transcendence, knowing that life is always unfolding for you, it is just one blessing after another. Uh, and, yeah, and I, I love really living life is. that way. It truly is. That's why I changed it for myself instead of saying, you know, um, I'm waiting on my dreams to come true. I, I changed it for myself. Of my dreams are waiting on me to come true. And oh, that's nice. uh, where you work with people and individuals is to dig deeper, you know, look, do an internal assessment, look at, you know, what part of you is holding back or has a false idea about something or change your energy, you know, your life can become a magnet if you are willing to, you know, change your energy and step further into that. There's so many uh, different possibilities. I want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening and being part of this program and um, just grateful to be sharing our space and our time with Jackie Woodside today. You can go to her website, JackieWoodside.com. You can see her Amazon best-selling books. You can get involved in what she's doing. You can be part of her, her blog community. And, um, and she does summits all the time and mm-hmm. creates uh, leading authors and teachers. And uh, I've been fortunate to be on there with her and just offers a lot. So join me also at templehaze.com and stay in touch that way. And we'll be right back after this short break. You found the most positive place on the internet. Thanks for listening to UnityOnlineRadio.org. Welcome back to The Intentional Spirit with Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you for being with us. We're, list- we're talking to 
an author, expert in her field, Amazon bestseller as an author, um, life coach, uh, energy shifter. I could just go on and on and on, but she'll she'll become very humble if I do. So I'm talking today with Jackie Woodside, certainly a friend to all the new thought communities and to people globally. You can go to JackieWoodside.com and give her a shout out. And stay in touch with what she's doing because she's another one of those. Uh, you don't want to miss what she's up to because she's quite entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to have fun. Absolutely. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. So um, what new book do you have out now or how can we yeah. how can we support you? What are you about yeah. these days that we can get behind or that we can join you on your website and create some sure. more? So a bunch of things, actually, Temple, thanks for asking. Um, one, for people who are listening live, next Thursday, uh, January 27th, 2022. So I know this will be, you know, people might be listening to it after that. But for those who are listening live, I'm, I'm launching my life design course, which is my mm. signature course that really got me off my antidepressant medication and from kind of some of those chaotic energies and, and uh, lack of confidence, uh, uncertain about, you know, I have this calling, but I... I don't have the, you know, the faith to pursue it. Sure. All of that. This is the course that moved me from that, you know, kind of com- complaining and, and frightened space of my life of feeling a calling, but not being able to pursue it to actually living this calling and living my truth. And it's called the life design course. So I'm launching that next Thursday. It'll be an online course. And, um, so, and people can get information on my website, jackiewoodside.com slash life dash design dash course, or, you know, you'll find it on my website. So the life design course next week, I have a podcast called the conscious living podcast. Uh, and so people can find that in the next month or so on my website, I'll be launching that. I have several recorded, but I'm starting getting, getting ready to launch that. Um, I have the Conscious Living Summit and the Money Vibe Summit that I will be doing again in uh, the Conscious Living Summit will be September 2022. And the Money Vibe Summit is in May of 2022. And the books that I'm working on right now, uh, it's fascinating. So I'm having so much fun. I'm actually working on two different ones. One One of them that's about halfway done is called 101 Ways to Raise Your Vibe. Oh, wow. That, yeah, that yeah, very well already. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I it's a fun book. It'll be easy to read. You know, mm-hmm. it's not you know stories and stories and text and research. It's it's just a simple, easy book. hundred and one ways to raise your vibe. It is exactly that ways to raise consciousness on this planet. So uh, that one will come out in twenty twenty two. And then I, one of the gentlemen that I met in Iran, he wants to take my consciousness and metaphysical teachings and do a book that uses the the Quran. The, that blends the metaphysical teachings with uh, teachings from the Quran. Oh, so and it, powerful. It will, yeah, it'll be published in the Middle East in Farsi, um, uh, in Farsi language. So uh, I'm starting that project with him right now. Uh, he broke his leg, unfortunately. So we were supposed to start this month, but we're going to start next month as he's recovering from a pretty severe sports injury. Um, so yeah, so those, let me see the podcast. Oh, and then once a month, oh gosh, gosh, you know who matters who's listening or when, Go to my website once a month. I do a free masterclass on topics like uh, use your mind to train your brain, overcoming uh, fear, um, how to create lo- uh, long-lasting long change, uh, living in quantum consciousness. Those are some of the ones that I've done recently. I'm doing one tonight, actually, called uh, Resolutions to Reality. 
So I've got a lot going on. Uh, I love to teach. I love to speak. And, um, and uh, you know, I will say I've been coaching for 30 years. I'm, yeah. I'm really good at what I do. So mm-hmm. when I work really well with people who have been trying to create change for a long time and they're frustrated and they're really ready to dive in and do the work, mm-hmm. I, I say I'm an activator. And people who come to me that are really ready to be activated, I say I'm a little bit more of a butt kicker than a hand holder, but, mm-hmm. I, but I do know how to hold hands when people get stuck as well. Yeah, but that, that's so necessary. Yeah. And then the person uh, responds accordingly. I remember many years ago, we had a, um, a learned uh, shaman here, Deborah King, and um, she had been here a time or two, because we used to be, especially, you know, before COVID, we were the, a hot spot. We were a launching pad. Uh, Suzanne yeah. Giesman was here, Deborah King and some others. But anyway, so um, Deborah came back a, a second time and, and she said, you know, I'm so excited to be here because I've been going through a lot of changes and a lot, a lot of healing. So get ready because I'm going to be able to support you and going that new level yourself. And it reminds me in a more simplistic way of uh, how uncomfortable I am when I am referred to a hairdresser and I sit down and they say, um, tell me what to do. (laughs) And I go, Oh no. Right. When I go to a hairdresser that says, I couldn't wait for you to come in because uh, you you have like the thickest head of hair I think I've ever seen in my life. And I can't wait because, oh my gosh, I'm going to have one of the best times I've ever had. And then I become that. And, and that is the vibe um, when you talk about, uh, you know, the 101 ways to change your vibe. That's the vibe that you hold um, for others because that is, is what's necessary. That's like I was telling you that when I relocate to Santa Barbara, I'm looking forward to going the other direction, having a private practice for a while, because I want to work with people that really want to do the work, the, the real work. And, and like you, it's like, let's bring it on. You know, how big of a mountain do you feel you have? Let's, let's, saw that baby down, you know, that how good can it be? You know, how, how yeah. good are you, how good are you willing to have your life be? Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. One of the, that's one of the things that I, you know, I'm, I'm ready. If you're ready, you know, like, let's go. I yeah. promise you, I can show you how to get there. Like there's no question because, you know, it spiritual law consistently applied creates results. There's yes. just no two ways around it. That's why I am, you know, not, that shit crazy any longer because it was spiritual law consistently applied that, you know, if you stay with it over time, Mm -hmm. it will absolutely create outcomes and create the results that you desire. Mm -hmm. No doubt, you know, uh, no doubt. Um, Do you have a a story that that comes to mind um, without giving names, of course, or a, a situation or a circumstance that you go, yeah, that's one of those great stories that happened in my life that I that I saw someone transcend to a whole new place or just something you feel in your heart that you want to uh, tell about an example or something for our for our listeners. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, I, there's so many. Gosh, 
Uh, well, let's do love, right? Uh, so I, in my life design course, I had a young man, uh, young, youngish man, he, he had been divorced before. So uh, I don't know, late 30s, 40s, um, who was took my life design course, because he really wanted to have love in his life again. And he was working lots of hours and, uh, you know, hadn't had good luck with dating and was just, just not feeling it. And I was just like, just do the work you know, do the work, stay in the course, look at the consciousness that you're in, look at your beliefs. Um, you know, a lot of what we do in life design is look at who you are and then what you believe that limits the truth of who you are. Um, mm -hmm. Anyway, so we were doing the course and, he, and during the course, a friend of his gave him an offer to do this exotic vacation with him off to Turkey. And my student was so worried because he knows I'm really you know, I'm kind of a stickler. Like if you sign up for the course, you can't miss any sessions. And if you miss a session, you have to get authorization for me and, you know, or you can get kicked out of the class and I'm all about integrity and be your word and show up for the sessions. So he calls me up and he tells me, you know, I've got this chant. And I was like, Turkey. Wow. Really? That's like, and I'm going to miss a Saturday session. And I'm so sorry. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, totally. Like, it was amazing. Like totally do this. Well, this is the dude who was signed up because he wanted love in his life. And while he was in Turkey, uh, walking down a street, just kind of random by himself, doesn't speak the language. He saw a pottery shop. And so he walked into that pottery shop and through, you know, broken English or, or whatever he knew of Turkish language, took up a conversation with that woman who was own, the owner of the pottery shop, who is now 10 years later, still his wife. Uh, <laughs> they are living here in the United States. They were so taken with each other that he immediately started learning some Turkish and she spoke pretty good English, but, you know, she started taking English language classes. They were back and forth on Skype with one another for a year or two. He would go there and she would come here anyway, long story short, they eventually, she eventually came here. They got married and they are still 10 years later, a happily married couple. So that's, wow. that's one of them. I, I had a, another one, um, who had given up on her career. She was a singer and, and did life design because she didn't know what to do next. And, and I knew her singing was really extraordinary and I couldn't quite get it and why she had given up. But so it, what I found in, and through the course of life design is she had to, had to take a few years off to care for her ill mother who was, who had passed away and right, up, right before she did life design. And she just felt she was too old to start over. And through our coaching work together in life design, she saw that singing wasn't what she does, it's who she is. So she recommitted to her career and ended up uh, that year, both going to Carnegie Hall and being hired to do a, a national tour with a choral group where her name and picture were literally on the side of the bus as they drove across country. Oh, you're muted, yeah. Well, I'm not muted. My dog is. My dog is <laughs> muted. Yes. He's I saying, oh, yeah, I remember her. We've talked to Jackie a few times. Too. I know, right? Yeah, it's just right? Jackie. It's, that's the whole thing with uh, video. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that what a, that is so rich. Yeah. So rich. Yeah, you know, I, lo I just, I, I love seeing, and I mean, really, Temple, I could tell you 20, 30 other ones that are are, are just like that. Um, uh, extraordinary stories of people uh, reconnecting, you know, a, another one, a woman who had been estranged from her brother for many, many years, and uh, through the principles of life design, recognizing that, you know, she really is about love and family and connection, and that she wasn't living true to her values and her principles. And, 
So reached out and not only reconnected with her brother, but then ended up having a relationship with three or four of her nieces and nephews and became an integral part in their lives. And just a beautiful love story uh, over and over and over again. And, you know, that's what happens, you know, my own life uh, of going from this desire to be an author and speaker and international, you know, voice for good in the world. And now I'm actually living that truth. Yeah. And, and you know, how apropos, how mm, non-surprising that the people that you encounter would wind up with healthy loving relationships. And, you know, I always say to people that if you are wanting something in your life and you are choosing a coach, a teacher, an author, or whatever, whatever it is that you want to be one of your key focal points, make sure they're doing that, you know, because they are going to be the support that can hold the space that it can happen to you. And um, that always fascinates me just as a you know, I understand we can always be objective. We can teach the five things, but when somebody's getting coached from someone that's not been in a relationship for years about how to be in a relationship, I, I don't really understand that. And I, um, I'm not saying I'm arrogant about it or self-righteous, but in discerning, I go wonder how that works. You know, so anyway, right, right, it's not right. a surprise that you have a number of your clients that wind up having the love of their life because that's what you do. That's how I'm you live. So very, good very for blessed. you. Yeah. Spreading the good all the way around. Yeah, I'm very, very blessed to be the happiest married person that I know. We've been together for 21 years, 20, 22 years now. And um, <clears throat> and really to, to look at where I came from was incredibly right. chaotic, abusive, uh, you know, addicted, codependent relationships, just, you know, total drama scene to, you know, uh, I mean, we never fight. I mean, we just don't. It's just, we don't have to. One of our rules in our marriage is whoever feels the strongest about something wins. Whoever feels the strongest about something wins. And people always say, well, how do you know who feels the strongest? And they say, well, you just know. No, you just know. Well, you've you've met my wife and she's a fireball. So (laughs) that's a a blessing, isn't it? It's a blessing. Um, I kind of gave up the the consciousness of, um, you know, buying into this idea of opposites attract and, you know, and just expect it and it's going to be hard and all that. To right? Like who, who said that? Who's right? But hard. I mean, those, that's the kind of stuff that, you know, sells magazines and drugs right. probably. <laughs> I will say it requires a, a certain degree of emotional maturity and psychological maturity. You know, uh, one of our other uh, kind of truisms or rules in our marriage is we are both more committed to each other's happiness than to getting our way, being right or getting our own way. So, uh, oh gosh, I have story after story about how this has played out in our lives. But, you know, one of them was Heather got invited to a a wedding on Memorial Day weekend once. And Memorial Day weekend is our time that we open our summer home. It's big, you know, it's part of my life, my entire life that we go up to our cottage and we open up our summer home. And, and it was, you know, we get this beautiful wedding invitation on Memorial Day weekend. And I just looked at it and said, oh, gee, too bad we can't make it. To which Heather looked at it and said, oh, too bad we're going to miss Memorial Day up at the cottage. (laughs) (laughs) and I was like you're kidding me no we are not going to miss 
the Memorial Day weekend. Like this is, it's my, my family, my thing. She's like, sure. no, like we can't miss this wedding. And so I, we were really like at odds with each other. And, and we had just kind of settled that like uh, I would go to the cottage and she would go to the wedding. And then it came down to my son. Where's my son going to go? I was like, no, he's going to, our son, where's our son going to go? No, he's going with me. No, he's got to go with me. So I was telling some of my friends about it and they're, and they just had that look. They just had that look on their face and I was being all like right about it. And, and I looked at their faces and I said, I'm wrong, aren't I? And they're like, mm-hmm, <laughs> you're wrong. I was like, I've got to go to the wedding, don't I? And they're like, yep. Like the wedding is a, and in fact, it was, I love this. It was a, an Indian wedding with gay men. It was a gay male Indian wedding. One of, one of the men was deaf and the other was hearing. And it was an extraordinary experience that wow. we would have missed like a once in a lifetime. My mm-hmm. son still remembers it. Uh, so uh, I'm so glad that I was wrong. And I came home that night and I said to my spouse, I said, honey, I was wrong. I want to just own that I was wrong to like hold my ground and think that I was right about this. I was wrong. I'm more committed to your happiness and you'll be happier if we go together. And it was a wonderful weekend. Oh, how beautiful. That's right. We can declare Memorial Day anytime. Any, right. Every year for the rest Every of our year. lives, we can do Memorial Day at camp Any at our weekend. cottage. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> well, good, good for you. I, I get caught into that too. And I, I love that statement. Actually, I, I learned it at a, at a unity um, is Stretton Smith from 4T. Yeah, 4T. I, yeah. I stopped and rather than setting it right, I learned to see it right. And that's a, that's a big one. That's been a big um, tool, you know, for me to have in my spiritual well, You toolbox. can get that it takes psychological maturity to do that, but the, the, the maturity mm-hmm. to be able to say, I was wrong. I need to see this differently. Not need, I need to make it different. Right. Uh, I need right. to be different. I mean, in, in order to be different, you have to be able to see things differently because perception mm-hmm. is the root of all behavior. Yeah, and uh, it goes back to, you know, what you said earlier, uh, within your own integrity, you know, and being and standing in integrity, and and to create those future visions, you know, so you so you can. Um, I was talking to a guy that um, he's the landlord for my mom. And I was saying something about this woman I was suggesting that he rent to. I said, I don't know her age. I, I really don't, but I, I think she's, you know, I think she's pretty young, but these days, you know, I, I think pretty much everybody's younger than me. Right. You know? And so he said, you know, cause you were kind of doing that earlier. And so, you know, he said, um, well, I don't know what you're doing. He said, but I'm going to tell you, he said, you are, you're really vibrant and you are really young. I said, well, Here's the thing, you know, I, I said many years ago, I would anticipate that I would be famous. Well, up till now, that hasn't happened. And I thought about that I would actually have, you know, a husband and children. Well, we know where that went. Uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> so, and I said, but you know, one thing that I really put out there very strongly is I put a future me out there that I would be interviewed on shows and that I would be on Oprah and I'd be on Ellen or I'd be on just, you know, summits or whatever. And somebody would say to me, how do you do it? What is the secret? Because you're so young, you don't age. 
And, um, and I, and so it's, it's very interesting because that's actually happened to me a few times because that is the work that you encourage us to have, that you encourage people to have is to do this future you of the template of who you are becoming. And I think that's a clear distinction because so many people continue to put on the dry erase board the same day as yesterday and the day before and the day before. And the, well, I would like that, but I get into the how it's going to happen. And so I'm in the way of it. But the future bigger person energetically right. or spiritually or. Yeah, we know, think uh, that our psychological problems are because of the past. Yeah. And I, after 30 years of being a psychotherapist, I really believe that our psychological problems are because we cannot connect with God and envision a big enough future. Wow. Yeah. I think you need to say that again. Okay. So a lot of people think and teach that mm-hmm. our psychological problems are because of the past. The parents did this. Society did that. You were told this as a child. Uh, that's where, you know, why you don't have confidence. You don't have self-esteem. You don't have uh, you know, you're anxious or depressed. I say that the root of our psychological problems is because we don't know who we are, who we've come here mm-hmm. to be, and we don't have a big enough or a clear enough vision for, for how God wants to express through and as us in the future, in the present and in the future. So if people want to heal their anxiety or, or overcome their depression, they, you know, in some ways they need to create bigger problems for themselves by knowing the truth of who they are as their God self on earth, and then mm-hmm. designing and creating their lives to go out and fulfill that highest vision for who they came here to be. Yes. When you do that, that's certainly how I was over, overcame my chronic depression and being on uh, antidepressant medication was I just changed my identity from being about my past to being about the future that I'm here to create and invent. And I'll be doing that the rest of my life. You know, I teach when I teach the life design course, I always tell my students, I'll be teaching this in the day hall of the nursing home someday because <laughs> this is what I do, it's who I am. You know, I don't care. I'll be like 99 and a half and I'll be out there teaching life design because I'll still, if I'm 99 and a half and I've still got blood running through my veins, then I have a life to design. And when you stop designing your life based on your, your highest expression, you know, you're going to get busy living or you're going to get busy dying. And when you mm-hmm. stop designing your life ontologically, your, your inner self begins to die. Yeah. And too many people out there are, are the walking dead, you know, yeah. suicide and addiction rates are higher now than they've ever been. Not because necessarily of all the, you know, the, the problems within people, but the, that they've disconnected from the truth of who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's what, you know, that's what my work is, is all about. about. Yeah, that's what your I love your, I got your new book, by the way. I read that yeah. already. It was beautiful. I think I got it on one of the days we had a coffee date with each other. It was in yeah, the mail thank on the you. Same I day. got your book too. So <clears throat> absolutely, what a blessing. But that was uh, the the title of the book, even though the, the um, publishing house said, your book's going to die. I mean, they said your book's going to die because it has a horrible title. And I went, but I have to do it called, when did you die? Because that's so true. I mean, let's call it what it is, you know, let's call it the space that it is. See, that was a universal aha was the bell started ringing, but um, yeah, it, it, um, that's what you're talking about. I mean, that there's the, when we aren't moving forward, when we have this future us that's calling, that has our name, that has the wind blowing and we refuse it, or we're afraid of it, or we deny it, or we make it because of reasons. 
Yeah. Uh, and see, and uh, we do die energetically. Yeah, there's a vibration that we came here to bring into the planet at this time. Yes. And when we're not living in alignment with that vibration, then, then, then your vibe shrinks. Uh, it gets heavy and dense and your emotions yes. follow suit. How you will come to know yourself more fully, more powerfully is to align with the vibration of who you came here to be, which Absolutely. is always about being more wise, more loving, more patient, more connected, more, uh, uh, more engaged, uh, expanded in who you are. And when people align with that, yeah. you know, anxiety and depression, uh, they're, they're, you know, I want to say they disappear. I probably shouldn't say that, you know, if you're on medications, keep them, but just know there are spiritual, there's a spiritual solution to every problem. It's a book title by Wayne Dyer, but I will borrow it for, mm-hmm. for this concept. There's a spiritual solution to every problem. And when people start looking within rather than outside themselves, they will find that. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, both of us are so grateful to the teachings of unity and science of mind and new thought, because it's encouraging, constantly encouraging yeah. one to evolve, one to not be the norm or the ordinary or the, um, the status quo, but to, uh, you know, as my teacher used to say, who cares about being average? Average is the best of the worst and the worst of the best. Yeah, you know, and that's sure. just, um, we're called to do so much more. But everybody, I want to uh, thank you again for tuning in. Um, like Jackie, I'm shocked that our time is coming to a close. But you can go on JackieWoodside.com, find out all about her, get to know her, get involved in her summit center programs. I've had the good pleasure of being a guest on some of those They're great teachable moments and experiences. And also uh, join me at TempleHaze.com and stay in touch. Let me know the kind of shows that you would like to have. Jackie, it's been a pleasure to be with you always. And it's so funny, you and me and our dogs, they can be as quiet as they can be. But when we get together, they start barking and saying hello. So what a pleasure to see you, my friend. And until next time, all of you, thank you for tuning in. God bless you on this amazing journey that we call life. Recording stopped. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.